Hello and welcome to SEO is Not That Hot. I'm your host, Ed Dawson, the founder of keywordspeopleuse.com, the solution to finding the questions people ask online. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about what tools I use on a daily basis. Every so often I'm asked, what do I use to do this or that or to achieve X or Y? So I thought I'd just do an episode today based on the tools that I use um, almost every day, basically. Um, to get things done so in no particular order um, let's go so uh, first of all MailChimp I use MailChimp for all the email um, capture collection and then management um, for all of our websites so that covers things like autoresponder sequences for say people who are newly signed up it covers one-off campaigns and all the legalities and stuff around you know managing unsubscribes and that kind of thing so yeah We've been using MailChimp for many, many years, probably 12 more years, um, and I find it really good. Um, I know there are other email um, systems out there. MailChimp may no longer be the best, but that's the one that we use. So next, Canva. Yeah, now Canva I use for um, sort of yeah any kind of image generation, um, doing infographics, that kind of thing. I'm not a naturally talented person when it comes to sort of graphic design. And previously, you know, I used to have to basically pay people to do this for me or, you know, use specialist designers um, for even the most simplest things. But since, you know, Canva came out, I find it it's actually really easy to use. Um, and, you know, I think we've got, a, I've got a pro account, which is not hugely expensive, but it just means that now when I want to create one-off designs or um, simple things, I, it's, I can now do that myself with those where I don't need to pay for expensive software or have to know how to use Adobe, which is how it used to be. Um, I still not say I, I still use professional designers in certain, certain circumstances if I want to get something really polished and really professional. Um, but a lot of the time, for many cases, yeah, I can do it myself with Canva. So really recommend that. I should just add, by the way, that I will put links to all of these products in the um, show notes for the episode so that um, you don't have to um, try and Google around for them and make sure you get to the right place. So next up is analytics. So I'm going to cover three products here. Now, we still use Google Analytics, although Google Analytics 4 is awful. Um, and to be fair, I barely even look at it anymore for many many years google analytics was what we used brilliant um and then yeah google got rid of the the old google analytics and brought out ga4 which is just so so hard to use so nonsensical and it's really hard to get an overview so we still keep google analytics on all of our sites just so that we're collecting that data so that you know if we ever do need to drill into it and work out how to use it at least it's there and collected but what I've actually shifted to for my day-to-day keeping an eye on stuff is um, some software called Clicky. Uh, now, this is a paid software. I think we pay about $20 a month. It depends on how many sites you need to cover. Um, and we've got our core sites and other ones that we want to get. Just that quick overview. And it looks like something that was written 20 years ago. It's not It's not like um, the most up-to-date modern design, but it doesn't need to be. It just it just gives you that very quick overview of how much track if you traffic have you got in the past hour how much traffic is on site now how much you know where you actually at and you can get that overview across multiple sites really quickly um i'm really impressed by it it kind of it's not over complicated so if you're looking for a, a, a really simple um overview of what's going on in your sites right now i'd really strongly recommend um clicky third um, analytics one that i'd want to share with you is um, called um, Clarity by Microsoft. Now this is free, um, and it's slightly different. It's not purely analytics in terms of you know how many people on the page right now that kind of thing. But 
what it does do is it gives you um, an overview of how people are using your site and you can actually get heat maps of where people are clicking on pages you can actually see recordings of people actually using the site so you can see where they're clicking the mouse around and what kind of input they're doing and it's really good for seeing how people are interacting with your site and you can use it to see where problems occur so if people are not finding the right things or if they're getting stuck on forms or if they're, they're getting rage they call them rage clicks where they look for people going click 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 and it's they're trying to find something to click and they don't know where to click um, and that's completely free so I'd, you know there's no reason not to use that so um, yeah so those are the three sites that we use for our analytics so now we'll move to the tools I use to create this podcast because obviously I create three podcasts a week and yeah, it takes up quite a bit of time and I've spent a lot of time looking for tools to help me do this quickly and efficiently. So for recording the podcast, I use some software called Descript um, and that's got a really great way of editing. All the other ones I've looked at, it's quite complicated to edit. What Descript does, it actually um, makes a transcript as you're speaking um, and then when it comes to editing the podcast you get like it's like a word document and you edit the words so you can if you want to remove a sentence you remove the the words of the sentence and it automatically cuts the um, that bit of the, the podcast out for you so it's a really great tool for um, recording and editing there's loads of other things to it or shorten word gaps you can have it take out filler words and all sorts of other stuff um, but it's yeah it's really well well done and it's really quick and easy to record on then obviously to publish um, your podcast you need a host for that and we use um, Buzzsprout for that um, simply because they are quite easy to work with it's, it's a dead simple process for uploading it it provides you a website um, for that um, podcast um, so that if people want to just try it out there's a website for them to try it yeah and it's those are the two things that we use to get this podcast put out every week so for managing uh, our projects so when we're, we're producing projects uh, where it's not just me involved where I've got um, if we've got any staff working on it or any contractors working on it um, we use Trello um, Trello is a fantastic um, sort of project management tool works on like a Kanban um, style card system um, if you've never seen it um, just I do recommend have a look at it it's really great for asynchronous um, work connections basically um, and keeping projects sort of on track all the ways in which you could use Trello to manage and, uh, projects and people could be you know entire um, episode in itself or even multiple episodes so I won't go further into that one right now now for office type tools i use google workspace like many other people do um, and dropbox for file storage as well as google drive um and yeah i mean um, i'm mac based primarily um but yeah for many many years i've just been using google workspace because i just love the fact that it's available everywhere i can use it on my phone i can use it on any any laptop any computer it's all it's all in the cloud and separate and i love that now for the all-important designing building um, topical clusters and building topical authority I use keywordspeopleuse.com I mean that's the reason I founded it is because it was a tool that that I needed to um, build the sites that I run um, and then obviously we, we launched it so that everybody else could use, use it to build the site to, to do the same things for the sites they run um, so obviously I'm going to recommend that one and then finally yeah um, an old-fashioned moleskin notebook and a HB pencil um, Obviously, not every tool has to be, uh, you know, a digital online tool. Um, yeah, I still use um, and rely strongly on, you know, an, an old-fashioned notebook and pencil because 
um, it's just really good to I find to jot things down um, and not rely on everything uh, requiring a computer so that's a quick overview of some of the tools that I use sort of day in day out now just because I use those tools doesn't mean that they're necessarily the best tools or the right tools for you they're just the ones that I use and it reminds me of a, a Seth Godin story that always talks about where um, Stephen King uh, being interviewed or being asked questions by people in a seminar and um, people are saying to him what pencil do you use as if using the same pencil Stephen King uses will enable you to write stories as great as Stephen King can it's not the tools um, that necessarily are going to make you um, produce great content um, but I just thought you know I'd, I'd share because there might be something useful in there um, if you're looking to achieve a certain thing it might help Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe and share. It really helps. SEO is not that hard is brought to you by keywordspeopleuse.com. The solution to find the questions people ask online. See why thousands of people use us every day. Try it today for free at keywordspeopleuse.com. If you want to get in touch, have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. I'm at Channel 5 on Twitter, or you can email me at podcast at keywordspeopleuse.com. Bye for now, and see you in the next episode of SEO is not that hard.